everybody, and welcome to episode 110, and today I've forgotten the front screen, so you're going to have to look at me. 110 of the Ask the Coach show, where we answer your table tennis questions. Today, we'll be discussing the finished position of your forehand topspin, using long pimples to chop the ball low over the net, a tricky rules question, and whether red is faster than black. Plus, we'll be taking live questions from our viewers. Uh, I'm Jeff Plum, and with me, as always, is Supercoach Alois Rosario. Welcome, Alois. Good morning, Jeff. And uh, yet another good day, another favourite table tennis. Beautiful. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, um, yesterday, Alois, um, in some countries, it was still World Table Tennis Day, and our Pink Steelers question of the day was... What did you do on World Table Tennis Day? Yes, yes. So uh, we, we explained what we did. So I was up in um, in Tweed Heads uh, commentating on a, a uh, the World uh, Junior Circuit event, the ITTF event up there. Some people were looking for the link. It, it, it isn't up on um, ITTV, but um, I will we will post a YouTube link where you can see that. Um, but uh, Dieter had an interesting experience, so he put a comment in the blog on um, on our website. So he said he got all excited. He organised this big event for uh, for the Monday at uh, work, and um, you know got uh, everyone all excited about it. Um, booked two tables for four hours, nice haul, um, and then he worked out that it was Easter Monday and it was a holiday. Um, and so very quickly people started dropping out and uh, ended up with, uh, well, he did find a friend, um, but he and his friend went down there for the four hours. I don't think they used the two tables. That would have been a little bit extravagant. Um, but, yeah, they went down there, practised, and he made a discovery, which was great. So he, he worked out that um, on the backhand side, you just need a little bit better... Um, footwork and to be in better position because there isn't as much flexibility with your um, with where you hit the ball from with the backhand as with the forehand. So, World Table Tennis Day, it was a worthwhile experience for Dita in the end. So, well done, Dita. Yes, well done, Dita, and um, that is quite a funny story. It sounds like something I would do, um, <laughs> but at least it was worthwhile in the end. That's great. Okay, Alloys. Now the Ping Skillers. Question for today is, are choppers making a comeback? So uh, head over to our website, pingskills.com, click on the blog link and leave your thoughts. Are choppers making a comeback? All right. Now, um, first up, we've got a question from Ilya Alois who says, I notice that when I play a fast topspin against the push, I finish near my head. When I play a slow spinny top spin, I finish halfway at my shoulder level. With this shortened stroke, I can hit the balls consistently. Should I try to fix this? Um, I, yes and no. I, I, if, if it's consistent, you know, maybe, maybe not. But the only thing is that when you are finishing really sharply there, it's putting a lot of strain on your shoulder and your and your back and, uh, and your arm and that sort of thing. So. I think just for your body, I think it's just easier to relax a little bit more and follow through um, a little bit more when you're playing that 
that slower spinny top spin. So just relax it, let it flow through, and it'll stop naturally rather than trying to stop it um, really quickly. It'll just just better for your body and your shoulder and everything, and then uh, and then the rest of the rally will be a little bit easier for you too. So yep. Yeah, good advice, Alois. So Ilya, yeah, maybe see if you can get someone to um, feed you um, a lot of backspin balls in a row, maybe using multi-ball, and just practice that relaxed stroke and finishing a bit higher and see if that works for you because, um, yeah, that probably would be best. So hopefully that helps you out. All right, Alois, the next question was from Nicola who says, I'm having some trouble chopping the ball low over the net with my long pimples. Sometimes it goes low, but occasionally it goes a bit higher and my opponent is able to smash the ball. Do you have any tips on how to get the ball lower over the net? Yes, yeah, so um, so when you're using the long pimples, especially if someone has pushed the ball to you, the ball is going to come out with some topspin. So that can be difficult to keep the ball low. So what you really need to do is if they push to you, you need to really flatten out your bat this way. So turn it forward and push forward on your stroke. So rather than doing this, if you do this, the ball will pop up quite high. So turn your bat forward and really push um, push forward on your stroke rather than uh, lifting the ball up. So it's actually going to come out with some top spin. So just treat it like if you were using inverted rubber, uh, like you're playing almost like you're playing a counter hit type stroke. So here and come forward and over the ball. That will keep the ball a bit lower. Um, It'll be hard to keep the ball short, so you probably just need to increase the pace on it and just push the ball out fast to um, to corners or to middle or to a better position. So that, yeah, really focus on that one, Nicola. Okay, so that's when when someone's pushing the ball with backspin to you, I guess. Yes, and I think that will be the main problem that Nicola's facing. So maybe uh, maybe uh, you're not reading the um, the spin on the ball, and when it is the backspin, that's the one that's popping up um, off your back. Try it out. Excellent. All right, thanks for the question, Nicola, and hopefully those tips from Alois help you out. All right, next up we have a question from Aaron. And Aaron says... Say your opponent hits a high backspin lob. The ball crosses your end line when it's high in the air, but then starts drifting back and looks like it will bounce on your side of the table. Can you stop the rally to point out that this has occurred? Okay. Tricky one, and, and one that doesn't really happen almost ever. So, so if the ball goes up... Oh, sorry, let's go back a step. If the ball goes past the end of the table... The rule is that once the ball goes past the end of the table, the ball's out and it's your point at this end. But is is it is it really out or only if you hit it or it hits something else? Um, the rule actually says that once the ball goes past the table. So I had a, had a bit of a check on it uh, yesterday. Yeah, so it just says once the ball goes past the table. So... Um, past the end line or the sidelines of the table. So, yeah, so it is out once it once it goes past there. So sometimes, and I mean this is really occasional, the ball can go up and because of the spin on it, it can go out there and then drift back in this way. Um, so what you're asking is if the ball is 
gone out here, can I just catch it and say, bad luck, it's gone out past the table? I wouldn't because the umpire needs to make that judgment from sitting over in the umpire's chair over there, difficult to get the angle, and it's only going to be really marginal. You know, it's, it's not going to like go um, five metres past the table and come back. It's going to go past by a couple of centimetres and come back. So it's just best if you just leave it and let it come back and bounce on, bounce on the table and then just smash it away. Much better feeling anyway. So, um, yes, yeah, so I, yeah. I think that's probably the, the answer. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I don't think I've ever seen that happen, Alice. So it's it's very unlikely. But, yeah, if it does, let it bounce and smash it for a winner. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen it happen a little bit when you do exhibitions, you know, and, and then you, you just really um, toss the ball up really high and the ball can drift a little bit um, with the spin in the air. And you know, curve out and come back in again. So yeah, really, really rare. And yeah, just smash it away. Interesting question, though, Aaron. And thanks for asking it. All right. Uh, next up is a question from Jack. And Jack says, "What's the best side to do while serving? The black side or the red side?" Right. Everyone knows that red is fast. No, it's not. Not at all. Um, it's exactly the same. So if your rubber is the same, if you've got the same rubber on both sides, um, then the red and the black are going to be exactly the same, so you just don't have to worry about it. Um, the only reason that we have red and black is so that if you've got different rubber, your opponent can tell um, what type of spin uh, or, or what type of reaction the, the ball's going to have off your racket. So, yeah. So, no, red and black. Just the same. Use whichever side you like. I like red. Red. What about you? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, like I think I've mentioned it before. Sometimes during a game, I will actually switch and have red on my forehand for one rally and black for the other, and I don't even notice. All right. Um, now we'll take some questions from our live viewers. Now anyone can ask a question. Just go to our Google Plus page at plus.google.com/plus-ping-skills and you'll see the events, and there'll be a little Q&A button there which you can click on to ask us a question. All right, now, um, we've got a bit of an update from Brock Alloys, who says, I have started practicing really serious and with way more intensity in my training with a special coach. I practice six days a week, three to four hours, and I think with this training, I'm sure I can beat the tall guy next week. I started this last week. I want to beat him. <laughs> Go, Brock. Training is the key. Good work. I like it. Get out there on the table as much as you can. Practice some strategy. Practice your strokes. You'll get better. You'll get better. Yep, you will. And uh, but don't always expect it to happen straight away. You know, sometimes it can take a while. And especially if you go from not training much to training a lot. Um, it can be difficult on your body. You're not used to that sort of thing. So, so give it some time. And um, But, yeah, good initiative, and I'm sure it will help you. Keep going, Brock. Yeah, and the, the other thing that happens is not only the physical, but it's also um, the expectation. So um, I was talking to a player the other day, actually, and, um, you know, they were, they were talking about that they've, they've been training really hard and they're putting a lot of time in and, you know, and and... 
coming up close to a tournament and they're starting to feel anxious about it and, and things are starting to go wrong. A lot of that can be expectation, you know, like, so, okay, I'm training hard, so now I expect myself to be better. It's just not as simple as that, you know. The training will eventually lead to improved skills and improved results, but you also just need to let yourself adjust to that increased training and um, and don't, don't just expect that I've trained a lot, I'm going to walk out and suddenly I'm going to be a tall guy. Just keep working at it. Indeed, indeed. Good advice. Uh, all right, now, Alice, you're going to have to help me out with this Russian name for this next question. Um, uh, yes, that is a Russian name. Indeed, yes. I thought you might know who it was. We had it uh, before. Yeah. Well, Ilya, actually, Ilya might be Ilya. Could be mm. Ilya. Maybe Ilya. Anyway, um, let's just go with the question. The question is, I struggle with a fast backspin serve to my backhand. When I'm trying to topspin it with my backhand, I almost have no time to make a full swing and rotate my body. Should I keep trying the full motion or shorten it like a topspin flick? Ah, good. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you do um, get that fastball with your backhand and you don't have time, the most important thing is to just get the wrist through first. So if you get the wrist through, you're getting quite a lot of um, speed and lift on the ball straight away. If you've got more time, then you can start to think about um, extending the stroke. So yeah, first thing, just a quick um, wrist motion and quite vertical because the, um, the ball has backspin on it. So get quite vertical with your stroke and lift it that way. So um, yeah, if you compromise the time, compact your stroke, make it small, do the essential. Do this. Do the, the wrist um, lifting action first. Good advice. All right. Our next question is from um, Daniel. And uh, Daniel says, as a pen holder, I've been playing unconventionally, chopping and more side spins. Some say I'm giving up my superior power and fast advantage. While it does work, am I really breaking the mould by doing this? And he says, and Jeff, what's taking over your face? Alloy, school him, please. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, with, uh, firstly, with the uh, firstly with the um, pen hold chopping, it's quite difficult to chop with pen hold. Um, not many players do it at, at the top level. But I mean, if you're finding it works and you're using the side spin, you know, that's okay. You can you can win some points and get to a certain level. Um, but it's probably probably better if you if you have got good attacking strokes as well, utilize them. You know that's that's probably where your where your future is at. So um, and and Jeff's taking over my face. Yeah, just stop it, Jeff. Stop taking over my face. No, I'm not taking over your face. He says something's taking over my face. Oh, Jeff, something's taking. Yes, Jeff. Have a shave. Have a look at my... Oh, no, I forgot to shave too. Um, have a shave, Jeff. Have a shave. All right. I will yeah, have a shave for the next show. Great idea, Daniel. Next show, clean shaven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question is from Quinton the... Oh, from Quinton. So Quinton says, Hey, guys. 
Are there any good tactics that I can use against a left-hander with a very fast, powerful forehand and a decent backhand? I think he's talking about you, Alloys. No, because he mentioned the decent backhand, and that isn't me, no. Um, so I, often often a player, and especially left-handers, don't tell too many people, um, if they've got that strong forehand and you know the backhand isn't as strong, a good tactic is to go out wide into their forehand first. So by going out into their forehand, um, they, you're going to force them to move over to their left-hand side and over away from the table. They're going to play that ball very cross-court or down the line even. doesn't matter. Just expect it and just block that next one into their backhand side. So now you've exposed the weaker side by pushing them away into their stronger side. So that can be a really uh, good, simple tactic. So with your serve, um, you can you know, even do the pendulum serve from your corner over there. Serve it wide out to the forehand. Um, expose that backhand. Um, by doing that. So you give that a try, but never ever use it against me. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, good tips. So I guess with that, you need to be really ready to make that block because they've got a decent forehand. So you, I guess try and take them wider than they would normally so it's not going to be their best forehand and then just really get ready for that block into that backhand side. Yeah, I think that's that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, um, yeah being ready because uh, you, you are... First, so as long as you don't make it too easy, you know, if you just blob it up to their forehand and they they hit a winner, then that's no good. So you do need to keep it quite low, um, but still invite them to make that top spin so that then you can block the ball into their backhand side. Yep, indeed. And I guess the important thing to remember is not to forget the basics with these tactics. Like these are, are good things you should do, but you still should be analysing the player and saying, well. Where do they most dislike the serve? Are they better returning with their backhand or their forehand? I think you still should go through that process and figure out their weaknesses. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, yeah, individualise your tactics definitely. So, but as a generalisation, go wider the forehand into the backhand. Perfect advice. All right, thanks, Quinton, for the question. Well, that wraps up episode 110 of the Ask the Coach show. Make sure you check out our website, pingskills.com. We've got lots of great resources there. If you really want to improve your table tennis, you can become a premium member. We've got serving secrets courses, uh, receiving secrets, training secrets. We've got a 52-week training plan. We've got master classes, match strategy, heaps of videos. Uh, try us out. Go to pingskills.com and, um, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for your questions. Thanks for watching the show, and thank you, Alois. Thanks, Jeff. And um, just as a little, you know, uh, taster, we're going to have a video coming out uh, probably today um, in collaboration with a few other um, uh, online uh, table tennis people, so watch out for it. It's a bit of fun. Yes, certainly is. So um, if you haven't also, sign up to our Facebook page. We give regular updates there. So facebook.com slash pingskills, another plug. Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye.